I'd like to say that internships helped me pick a career, but because I did several of them in undergrad, but then I ended up switching careers later. But the experience I gained from them, I feel was so useful. And at the time it was one of the most stressful. And I'm like, am I sure I want to switch fields? Do I really want to do this to myself? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, just make it through because you're learning every day. You're learning and growing and it feels painful, but it's, it's a good change. And now I'm glad I did it. Like mm. I look back and I'm like, yes, you know, there was a huge learning curve, but I wouldn't be where I am as cliche as it sounds. You know, I wouldn't have the skills. It wouldn't have propelled me to be like, oh, I can do this. It was a great thing later in, in life, you know, when I had all these doubts of like, oh, there's this 22 year old, you know, everyone else is much younger. But I was like, you know what? Hey, it's never too late. Like mm -hmm. we should never feel too old if something's making you unhappy and you think, hey, this is a creative challenge for me. Like go for it. Hey, my name is Luigi Picarazzi and I am the CEO of Digital Media Management, an LA-based digital agency and content studio. You are listening to Make It Matter, which is a podcast about what matters most to us at work. This week on the show, I'll be talking with a couple of employees about their early careers and how they navigated the job market for the first time. Then we examine the importance of internships and how they can be used to get an edge up on the competition. I hope you enjoy. What I would love to start by doing and having you guys do is just sort of introducing yourselves, letting us know what what your role is, what department you're in, and maybe a little bit about your job history. My name's Fidel. Uh, before this job, well, I was living at home for six months, but I graduated uh, school in the fall, last fall. I went to San Diego State University, studied journalism, and for three years I was working a job at a restaurant, which, oh my God, this is such a great change from that. <laughs> I cannot believe. Um, I'm on the entertainment team, and I'm a social media coordinator. Uh, my name is Danielle. Before this, I was working actually in the beauty industry, doing social media and also freelancing. Um, I freelance for Getty Images. It's kind of like something I do at night and on the weekends, like outside of work. Um, and I'm on the streaming team working as a social media coordinator. Hi, I'm Stephanie. I'm a social media coordinator and I work on the TV team. Um, before this, this is actually my first like job job. Before this, I've just had internships and I actually moved out to California in January. I graduated in December and then moved out less than a month and then I got an internship at Young Hollywood out here. Hmm. So I did that for like two semesters and then I got this job. But before that, I was doing another internship at a fashion magazine. And so I've just kind of been all around the place. Hi, I'm Jen, and I'm on the e-commerce team, and I'm their coordinator. And um, I moved out in May, and then my first job in California was a marketing coordinator for a travel company. Didn't really like that. And <laughs> my um, boss was like, you should really check out an agency in L.A. So applied for agencies and then got here. Hi, I'm Candace, mm -hmm. and I came from publishing from a place called Ranker.com, literally right down the street. Mm -hmm. And um, before that, I was a copywriter for many years, and that was very boring. And I decided I wanted to do something more creative. So um, I was BuzzFeed's oldest intern, and then I went from there to <laughs> Ranker. And now I'm here on the theatrical team, and I'm working as a social media manager. Cool. So... 
I have a couple of questions. Why here? Why did you guys choose? And 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 you guys don't have to sugarcoat it for me. It could be as simple as like it was the only place that said yes. <laughs> it was, you know, it's close to my house. Like it doesn't need to be that deep. But but um what why why did you guys decide that this is where you wanted to interview and therefore where you wanted to work? I can jump in. Sure. Um so I heard by word of mouth. I have a friend named Rebecca who works here and she raved about how creative this place was, how much um, freedom there was to run with ideas, how neat it was. And I was sort of looking for something different. And I was like, wow, hey, sign me up. I'll, I'll interview. I, I want to work there. That's kind of how I first heard about it. And then I got to hear about the gig some more. And I was like, oh, hey, this is something I could see myself doing. So word of mouth. Is that something that's important to people? It's almost like like being referred by a friend is one of the top reasons why I think, or what ultimately motivators it seems. Would you agree? I would totally agree because a friend, no one is going to be a better like inside eye than your friend who is there and your friend won't sugarcoat it either. Like Mm -hmm. if it's a good friend, they will say, (laughs) Hey, this is what it's like to work here. This is the honest truth. Yeah. So that is like, means more than gold to me. Like I'm like, I can read a thousand glass doors. I can read, you know, everything. But if a friend is working there and likes it to me, I'm like, okay, that's a solid recommendation. Okay. If you're applying somewhere, would you say you try to find if you have friends who work there or like? Yeah, I always ask around. I try to ask. I'm like, hey, is do you have a friend? Do you have you heard of this place? Yeah. And if they're like, oh, that's a train wreck, you know, yeah. they're like, oh, OK. So it's kind of becomes a word of mouth that okay. certain, you know, industries and companies have certain reputations and others you just kind of ask and find out. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, oh, that's way more valuable than, you know, like I said, a stranger on Glassdoor writing. Mm -hmm. It could be this person could be full of resentments. You know, you don't know their backstory. But your friend who's, you know, a good person, you're like, oh, okay, if they treated you wrong, I'm going to take that a lot more, you know, into account than I would a stranger. Cool. Anybody else have a thought about about word of mouth? (laughs) Well, the way I actually found out about this job was like very kind of kind of funny. Um, So I was photographing the very last warp tour this past year. And I went with one of my friends who's also a photographer. And Tessie Navarro just so happened to come with us. And I was miserable at my last job. I'm going to be totally honest. I hated it. They were like jerking me around. It was like, oh, you'll get a raise in three months doing all my work. So I I was just looking for ways out. And at the end of the night, like I was just making conversation with Tessie and just kind of told her about my situation. And she was like, I'm so determined to help you. Give me your resume. This girl that I had just met was just like so kind and willing Mm. to help me out. Um, So I sent her my resume. I got um, an interview like the next day, didn't get the job, but I got approached about being on the streaming team like a month ago, got sent a writing prompt, got the job. Mm. So it, it just was like kind of a chance encounter. Like I had never heard of this company. I didn't know anything about it. I'd never worked for an agency before. Mm -hmm. So just a chance encounter meeting Tessie, like 
I'm here. So what what about so so you were you were poached, right? So you were miserable. So you were vulnerable, I guess. <laughs> um, but what what's like how how are you convinced of it? She just I mean, right off the bat, when I met her, we like immediately connected and she's a very genuine person for those of you that know her. And she just spoke so highly of this place and everything she told me. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this sounds like the best job ever. Um, So and she was really genuine. Like I could tell she wasn't BSing me Um, and I could tell, you know, she actually really likes this place. Cool. Anybody else have like what was what was your why here for me it was kind of just like a luck thing because again this is my first job so I just moved out here and like my parents were kind of just like okay you're at an unpaid internship for half the year it's time to get a job Mm -hmm. so I was like okay so I was I was at one of those people that were literally you saw something I applied anything it could be beauty it could be entertainment it could be literally anything I was just kind of on like a applying rampage and then it went a couple months nothing and then I like I went back to LinkedIn and I was like, okay, I'm just going to do another round of like applying. And then I did. And then four hours later from the time I applied, I heard back and I was like, whoa, this is like something I'm not used to. And then I had my interview in the company I was at before. It wasn't like I had never worked at an agency before, so I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know anyone out here. I just knew one person when I moved out here. And so like now it's like I came into here and I was just like just walking into the place and like doing the interview. I was like, whoa, this is like doesn't seem real because everyone seems so happy. Like everything like it just like it seemed like such a very happy like place to work because at other places that I've been at, you can just like you feel the energy in the room when you walk in. Mm-hmm. Um. So and then now I like been here for almost two months and I already have people like approaching me being like, oh, do you like it? So like now I'm able to be that word of mouth person and that mm. reference for someone else, which is actually a really cool feeling because. I didn't have that. It's like to be able to be that person for someone and like to help them with their interview process to be like, oh, you know what? They like this or help try maybe taking this approach on something is actually a really cool feeling. Great. How about you guys? Why why here? Uh, I'm in the exact same boat as her. You're like, I I needed a job. Yeah, I moved back here from San Diego. I'm like, I'm just going to start applying, applying. Six months, I'm like, all right, this is going to be the last week I'm applying. Then I'm probably going to ask for a referral to this restaurant down here because I'm running out of time and money. Wow. And so I just applied. Thank God for easy apply otherwise i wouldn't have applied to so many it's a lifesaver so what so thank god for like for 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 easy apply is that a thing yeah you just apply it'll send that resume that profile you don't have to send a cover letter unless it requires weird requests like you can submit it's optional it's never really optional for the places that ask it's never optional No. no they say it is but it's like has that asterisk which like you need to do it yeah so so you two for first job out of college, right? Yeah. I mean, first like career job, if you will, not yeah. minimizing anyone who works for a restaurant. <laughs> Would you say there then it's really not that deep? It's just like wherever you can get your foot in the door as opposed to sort of evaluating. Like, I think you were probably evaluating more, right? You wanted to change. You were like seeking something based on your previous experience. Definitely. Would you say you guys, it was really just more about who gave you the opportunity for sure yeah i think it depends i think the first few months i was just reading carefully everything about each company reading the bullet points i'm like i can do that i think i can do this then at by the end i'm like all right everything easy apply i don't care how many years of experience you're asking for i'm applying See, that, so long as that i can was submit the start yeah i just kind of went for it again because like i moved out here and i was like i don't know what to expect i don't know 
especially with the entertainment industry, it's like a completely different world. Mm -hmm. So like I did have my internship that like did help me for sure, but I was literally looking on LinkedIn. I was looking everywhere and it said like two to three years experience. And I was like, sure, sure. let me apply. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't have it, but like you never know. Maybe that's the one thing they'll overlook just at that one point in time. So I was just like, I literally applied for any and everything. And if any of those other ones turned around and gave you a job, would you have taken it? For sure. Okay. I, w I was like so desperate at that point too <laughs> that I was just like, I need a job. Like I got to the point again, because my, my internship was unpaid and I was just like, okay, I can't be out here for much longer. Like you said, running out of time and running yeah. out of money that I was just like, somebody please give me a job. And I was at the point too, I was like, okay, you know what? I'll go to Starbucks, I'll get a job and I'll like apply on the weekends and whatever it is, like just to have something mm -hmm. that's like bringing in an income, if even if it's the smallest thing. So then, yeah, I was like, I, sometimes I wouldn't even like read the bullet points. I would just apply. Jen, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you? Um, so I'm kind of like straight out of college too. I moved out here like after graduation. Um, but I think like once getting a job in a field that I didn't like, I didn't want to settle. Um, and funny enough, I actually did get another offer for like another agency that did like influencer marketing and they're actually going to pay me more. Mm. But the reason I stayed here, I know <laughs> it's not always about money guys. Um, but the reason I ended up staying here was because I felt like you guys were more established, you know, seeing your website, like you've done like bigger movies. And even though I'm not like necessarily doing entertainment, like we're doing brands and stuff um, I felt like there was more opportunity to grow and like since I'm just starting I wanted to be at like a place I can grow in and learn from and like seeing the girls like I was like in here for a week and then they called me and they were like we want to offer you and I was like I already got a job and they're like well we want to make another offer and I'm like I'm gonna have to kindly decline oh. um, and I like already got to know some of the girls and seeing like where they're from in the sense of like I can be able to learn social media learn like inventory stuff learn branding like I feel like you should be at a place where you can learn and grow a lot because like the more you learn the more you grow like the more you can advance like rather in your personal life or your career so I felt like it was a good place to like learn from everyone else so what advice would you have then for people like me or, or HR managers whoever in terms of of showing people their potential career growth like is that something you want to know more about when you apply somewhere how, how do you guys feel about that I definitely look for places I think it's just um similar I worked in a profession that I didn't particularly enjoy and I kind of felt dead inside and <laughs> I was looking for something that would challenge me and something that would I would want to grow and they would want me to grow and so DMM I very much got that vibe just from asking interview questions and I was like hey yeah I I'm looking for this challenge and I'm looking not only to be challenged but also to reach more of my potential that I've maybe kept on the back burner because mm -hmm. I was just, you know, trying to get through the day for for several years. So, mm -hmm. yeah, the difference here, I think, is and it's something I'm noticing is that you feel supported here from managers like I've given I've been given more work probably than I ever have in my life, but it's challenging and it's fun. And I have wind beneath my wings versus <laughs> managers where, you know, maybe they'll throw you under the bus or they'll, you know, it, it, so that's I think the difference is it's it feels supportive and it is supportive. It's not just fake supportive, you know.
In part two of this week's episode, the roundtable talks about internships, the benefits, the pros, the cons, and how they can ultimately be used to your advantage, whether it's taking your career to the next level or even in a new direction. Stephanie, you mentioned internships. Mm-hmm. Did you guys <laughs> have 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 you guys done interns? You you said you were the oldest intern at BuzzFeed. Yes, correct. Um, uh, talk to me about your internship experience and 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 mention whether they were paid or unpaid. All of mine were unpaid. I started because for my um, major, I needed an internship credit. So I took one at a. I was a social media person at a. Didn't even have like a title. They were just kind of like here you can do this. It was at a chiropractic office. I remember I just sat in a room and I just looked at a computer. Like I posted, I think five things my entire semester. <laughs> I got free like alignments. So that was cool. <laughs> that was great. But then after that, I just did the thing. Like I went online and I was like, okay, I need another internship because if I took another internship, it would take away a class. So like I kind of just knew like the next classes coming up were like very tough and very hard classes so if I could find an internship to take out one of those it would make my schedule like a lot easier so I did I found one online I think it was like entertainment.com or some one of those random ones it was for a magazine in New York they said I could work remotely I was like perfect it can go on my resume like it'll look great I'm finally moving into like somewhat of the entertainment industry that I want to work in so I just kind of stayed there for the resume boost because I wasn't doing much, but it was, it did look good. And then it was my senior year and I didn't have one. And then I like was applying for things out here cause I knew I wanted to be out here. And then I, I think it was like November, I got the one out here and it was unpaid, but I was like, okay, this is finally what I want to do. It was unpaid but, and it wasn't for credit? No, cause I was um, graduating, Done. yeah. Danielle's shaking her head. Why? You have a th- you have an opinion about internships, I feel. I I don't have an opinion on internships. I um I didn't, you know what? So I went to school for photojournalism, which I actually all throughout my college career had like pretty steady freelance jobs and I worked for a publication already, so I was like, "Oh, I don't need to do an internship." And then you know, when I graduated, I was like crap I definitely should have done an internship Mm. but then it also kind of reached the point where it was like okay well I graduated college I actually need a job like I can't do an unpaid internship Um, so I definitely had some regrets about not doing an internship but at the same time I think seeing how my career path has changed you know I don't necessarily regret it but I think it would have been smart of me to do an internship Mm. Yeah, I have to agree with that. I didn't really do many internships. Like I did one in my undergrad and it was like with my school. So it was like it wasn't real, like a yeah, real company real internship. Yeah. And then the reason I actually got out to L.A. was because I was going to do an internship. And like two weeks before I moved out, they were like, hey, we're closing out our editorial department. Just kidding. We don't need oh. you. I'm like, oh, ready made all the moves. So here oh. I am in L.A. Like uh, oh. I'm doing it. Um, so it's just like I like applying to jobs here like I mean I'm not from here but I feel like they're super cutthroat like the same thing it's like an entry level but you need three years experience and it's just like 
okay, I don't know where you're thinking somebody from three years experience is going to work out like an entry level pay. Um, and I realized like what they're looking for is internships. Like mm. I interviewed for an agency that does like a lot of Fox like stuff like advertising and they were so cutthroat and my interview. And I think they wanted to see internship experience like be shown. So yeah, I think like any person should if you're in your undergrad, like do five internships because it's going to make you stand out compared to somebody who's just like entry level. I yeah, I'm going to echo that. I definitely. But I'd like to say that internships helped me pick a career, but because I did several of them in undergrad, but then I ended up switching careers later. But the experience I gained from them, I feel was so useful. And I also was kind of like there were a few that there was one that was kind of predatory and, you know, extending the internship past what. And I was like, no, I I'm not working for free anymore. You know, mm -hmm. peace out. I'm graduating. So, but you you definitely like live and learn with it. But then later I used an internship to switch careers and I'm kind of glad I did that because I got, um, it was at BuzzFeed and it was technically called a fellowship, but it was kind of, you know, you were a, a bit of a glorified intern, but it was in editorial and I got to learn, they put me through my paces and I got to learn in a way that I feel like in a very short amount of time, a lot of intense skills. And now I'm like, I'm at the time it was one of the most stressful. And I'm like, am I sure I want to switch fields? Do I really want to do this to myself? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, just make it through because you're learning every day. You're learning and growing and it feels painful, but it's, it's a good change. And now I'm glad I did it. Like mm. I look back and I'm like, yes, like I was the oldest fellow. Yes. You know, there was a huge learning curve, but I wouldn't be where I am as cliche as it sounds. You know, I wouldn't have the skills. It wouldn't have propelled me to be like, oh, I can do this. Like, yeah. And to have, you know, BuzzFeed then on your resume, which is, you know, in the digital and social space, just a, a very recognizable entity. Totally. It propelled me then into I was able to freelance with Hello Giggles. I was able to really it opened my world into publishing so great. yeah it was a great thing later in in life you know when I had all these doubts of like oh there's this 22 year old you know everyone else is much younger but I was like you know what hey it's never too late like mm -hmm. we should never feel too old if something's making you unhappy and you think hey this is a creative challenge for me like go for it is, I like that yeah. using internships to kind of change directions as well as like just start your career off Fidel, did you intern uh yeah i had one internship uh last spring oh, it feels like forever ago it was also for another uh comic book company in san diego uh, i was a marketing intern but i say i didn't do much there i printed papers maybe wrote some copy that was never used um I met great people, but ultimately I think it was just me sitting at a computer because everyone was like one floor below, super busy because I think they were for sure understaffed. I don't know if they still are, but a lot of people I work with in that company already moved on. So I think, um, I mean, it was nice getting a, an inside look within a comic book company and even like how the marketing side of that would work. But I mean, I came out of there with a lot of free comics, so I think I think it was a win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's it's funny we we we've not done 
a ton of internships because I think we're, we've never been a company that's just like, Oh yeah, let's just fill it with people and they can get us coffee. Like, no, I think there's a, if you're, if you're a body here, like you're either learning something valuable and, uh, and, and, and are doing something valuable. Um, but any advice that you guys have for companies who are hiring interns? Don't take advantage, please. Like, don't be a jerk mm-hmm. and make it known like exactly what they're going to do. Like, even if you don't know, just like kind of be like, OK, this is what our company does. And this is, these are the things that you can help out with instead of just like I know with one of them I applied for. It was just kind of like this is what our company does. And yeah, like we can throw you in and maybe you'll get we'll coffee. Maybe you'll write copy for something. So it's like if you lay it like out for them, I feel like people are going to be much more inclined to be like, OK, that's where I want to go. Yeah, I would say let the intern shadow you for a bit. I think that's a um, it's a big way to learn, a helpful way to learn how things work instead of just having someone sit there like, all right, we'll send you stuff in case we need them. We'll explain it to you uh, every now and then. But I think having letting the intern shadow you every once in a while is very helpful. Mm hmm. I echo the shadow. I think that that's a valuable way that interns can kind of, you know, get into the to see how the company moves and, you know, what the role really truly looks like if they can hop around maybe in shadow of different people for, you know, even just a couple hours right. for a day and go to their meetings with them and Right, as opposed to just sitting in front of a computer staring at it and posting five things during your internship like, you know, cuz I think that's the that's the other I think thing that we were faced with oftentimes is, is having interns is work for a company, right? If you're doing it properly, which is why I think we haven't really been this factory for interns before. It's because we take it seriously, like they're here to learn. And so you have to then take the time to uh, to teach them things. But I like what you guys are saying, because sometimes maybe it's just through observation is how they're learning as opposed to like, let's sit down and this is how you're, <laughs> this is how you do a job. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's valuable insight. Um, so you, as you guys know, there's a sign up there that says, make it matter. Right. Um, and that means a lot for me. And, and I think it's, it's, it sort of brings about a lot of different things, right? Make your time matter when you're here, Meaning use it wisely. Don't, you know, if you're wasting time doing something, don't waste time. But also make your time on this earth matter, right? Um, do something that at least gives you some purpose versus, you know, this job that you hate and you're just here eight hours a day and, and not enjoying it. What would you say would matter to you at a job so that, that it kept you there? You know, what, what's, what should employers do to make someone's time there matter more? I mean, I'm going to say from experience, like, please give a crap about the people who are working for you. I've definitely worked many jobs where I was just kind of like a body and I can tell, you know, you can kind of tell when you don't matter and you're just kind of viewed as like a money making machine. And that definitely takes a toll on you. Like, I think it's really important to care about the people who are working for you. Um, For example, at like my last job, like the CEO was never there. He was always doing something on vacation. Um, and 
that was like kind of I was like well how do you know like what we're doing like you don't even see the work we're producing you don't ask us about it it's like you don't care I actually I used to work for by the beverage company like before Mm. they went public and the former CEO Ben he was there every single day like asking even me I was the office manager like asking me what I was doing like he was very involved in like everybody's work um, from you know the you know the maintenance people to you know the president Mm -hmm. and now you know they're an extremely he they went public they're an extremely successful company because he gave a crap about the people who worked for him got it in order to make it matter I have to feel like the top down not only like cares and is a present part of the company, but I also have to feel some level of of kindness and support. And I feel like, I mean, you can't make it matter in a toxic environment, no matter how much you really want to. You as one person cannot Mm -hmm. change it. So for me, a company culture really enables me to either thrive or or flail. Um, And so for me, when I see, you know, a CEO that has, you know, that reaches out on Facebook and asks people to do shout outs like that is such a way to like just a simple way for people to be like hey great job this week and like sometimes that's all you need to keep the ball of creative energy going is you need a a a kind for me a smile or an acknowledgement or for me to acknowledge someone else feels great that helped me, you know, and tell them what they did for me. So I feel like it's so important, not only like to keep energy going and like, you know, projects, of course, but like in this world, there's so many people that fight visible and invisible battles. And it's like, let's just be kind to each other. Like Mm -hmm. there is a way to like critique things. There is a way. But if we do it from a supportive way, I look for a company that that has that value in common with me. And I do feel that at DMM. So it's a really nice thing to feel. Cool. It's a nice thing to hear. Another thing going off, like both of those things I think are incredible. And just the environment I think matters. Like when you walk in and you see that sign, you're just like, wow, okay, this is a place that like your creativity can shine. And like having everyone be able to decorate their desk in their own way, like everyone is an individual and like you're not trying to like just clump people and like be like okay no just like don't decorate your desk like everyone can express themselves in the way that they want and also just to have a podcast like this like for people from every different team to come in and like just talk and just have a casual conversation and like know that our voice actually does matter and people will listen to this and be like oh okay like I can relate to that like Mm -hmm. that's just something that like just to know that that's out there like that's something big to me and like I know that matters. I think it's a lot about like creating the space for people's voice to like actually like do something because like we can say a lot of things like oh your voice matters but like I think it's action that like takes it into place so like I love how our team like and I'm sure every team is like this but it's like if you have an idea and they like they're like okay yeah yeah that can work like let's do it um I think that's a difference because like I've been in a place where it's like I had ideas where it's like okay we should do this for marketing or like we should try this for branding and it's like yeah like sure and then it'll never get into play where it's like on my team like obviously I'm brand new and like I'm just a coordinator but like I'll talk to like our person who does social media and be like hey like maybe we should do some some of these shoots or like hey let's do like shadow play in our pictures or like hey like this is a really good idea for branding and she's like 
do them and then she'll like use them so it's like difference of like saying something but like actually taking your ideas into consideration i feel like that's super important because you actually feel like hey you actually care about my idea Right. Like if a company just kind of said, hey, I want your suggestions about X, Y, Z, but those just went to some inbox and never got read or never got turned into action. Um, Cool. I like that. Fidel? Day one, when I started here, you can just feel the vibe. It's completely, it's positive. It's a positive vibe. You know, everyone's working together. And I think some of the best um, examples of how that all comes together is brainstorms. Um, you get ideas from everyone. People are willing to come, pitch in ideas, listen in. And uh, even just looking at the dog, like, wow, they're going to read all of this. They actually do care. You can tell everyone's being kind. Everyone wa- is interested, even though if it's it's something different from what they're working in. And I think that's great to see. And this podcast, again, like um, Steph said, um, it's a great way to get to know people. And it makes you feel like, okay, maybe... They do want to get to know me. Maybe this all really does matter. And maybe we're all part of something bigger, which we are. Because, again, I forget who said it, but we um, it is like we're all gears in a clock. We all have to function to work together. And I think I think it's great. Well, that's that's a, a, a great way to try to start to wrap this up. But but I think I agree with you. And I'm, I'm so proud to hear you guys say what you're saying. It, it, it actually makes it makes my life matter because it, it means that all the work that I've put into trying to build this thing, it's it's going into sort of a deeper place for people. So I, I, I appreciate hearing it, but I also empower you guys to keep it up. Right. So like you were saying, Fidel, like we are a company. And, and a company means like a group of people. That's how I, that's how I see it. It's the company we keep. And I, and we have done a lot to sort of preserve the energy that you guys are talking about and the vibe that you guys are talking about, but we could only keep it if we all, if, if we all maintain it, you know? So, uh, I think that's why it's so important for us to have these conversations and to make them public to even just people in our company, because if they don't know it yet, I think they probably feel it, but, but at least they know that others are feeling and that others are valuing it the way that they do. And if we value it the way that we do, I think we will consciously sort of make the effort to make sure that we keep it that way, because I think there's nothing that can kill a company more than like just a a negative attitude and gossip and just sort of trashing people and the establishment. And, and it's, it's, uh, it's probably the thing that saddens me the most when I experience it. And I don't a lot around here, which is great. Um, so thank you guys for, for preserving that with us. Um, cool. Well, thank you guys for the chat. Uh, there's a lot of crossover, I'm sure, even just in the experiences that you guys have had. And, and I'm sure that a lot of people will be able to connect to it and hopefully get to know you guys a little better through this chat. So thank you for taking the time this morning. Thanks. Yeah, thank thanks you. for having a time. Yeah. This was fun. My thanks to Fidel, Stephanie, Danielle, Candice, and Jen. Together, they represent today's workforce, a group of hardworking millennials that value being heard and being able to contribute to the company that they work for. For more great conversations like this one, and to learn about what matters most to us at work, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and whatever you do, make it matter.